to the Arlanders podcast. Arlanders podcast is here to shed light on all things business in the outdoors. My name is Jaime and I'm with my good amigo Kingston. What's up guys? We you ready, have... Uh, you ready for another guest for the I'm, podcast? I'm always ready, especially because these guys are awesome. Before we intro, let's let's uh, address the elephant in the room. Oh, this is a big one. We got a video. What? We got a video over there. <laughs> I don't know what to do Just with watching, my hands. Uh, watching us over there. <laughs> this is cool. Yeah, we want to bring this to YouTube. Yep, it's coming to YouTube. So uh, Roaming Lost uh, YouTube, well, that's where it's going to be hosted because it seems to be the easiest. And yep. um, obviously, you'll be able to hear the podcast in the normal way, but now there will be added video. Totally. So, and today on the podcast, we got Corey, aka Overland Dad, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about children yeah. <laughs> that we don't have. Kingston and I both do not have children, as you probably know. I think I would be, I mean, I don't even know, dude. Our parents at our age, my age, I'm 26. I'm yeah. pretty sure my dad and mom had two children by then. Yeah, so. it's a different time. But <laughs> Corey's got a bunch. <laughs> Which What's is up, perfect. Corey? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have quite a few now. <laughs> Are you sure you guys don't have any kids, though? Are you sure about that? Yeah. Somewhere well, floating in the world, we just don't want to mention it. Damn, if cool. they, uh, if they're, if they're out there, I don't know about them. <laughs> That'd be scary. <laughs> right. Um, how many kids do you have, Corey? I have uh, three kids now. Three. The newest addition came in the middle of 2020. Congrats. Yeah, right in the middle of pandemic. Wow. Sierra. Yeah. Little baby Sierra. Perfect name. Yep. Yeah. Little baby Sierra. So she's almost nine months. And then we have, uh, Emma and Gavin who are twins and they're, mm-hmm. they're, uh, just about to turn six here pretty soon. That's awesome. Dude. Yeah. Congrats. I mean, the name, if you guys follow Corey on Instagram, many of you already do, but it's Overland dad. No underscore is just straight Overland dad. Right, Corey? That's correct. Yep. yep. Um, yep. find them on YouTube, all that good stuff. And yeah, I think you were one of the the first that I remember following that traveled with like a, a whole squad. And um, you did so out of the Land Cruiser yeah. originally. And that thing was dialed too, man. Yeah, that thing was a beast. Yeah, it was super dialed. And uh, definitely parts of it that I missed for sure already. <laughs> you, I've, I've, I only sold it like a couple of months ago now. <laughs> what do you mean you missed? Did you get something new? I didn't even know. <laughs> Tell us, yeah. tell us, tell us. You man. didn't know? Jeez, Where you been, man? Where you been? <laughs> you haven't watched the YouTube video that we put out? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Where you been, man? Yeah, I got a, a new 2021 Ford F-250 trimmer that I'm uh, currently right in the middle of building out to accommodate our um, desire to go on more family adventures and make it more comfortable and easy for us. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, and I, if, if you're interested in seeing the stock form on Roaming Lost YouTube, we did a video on yep. like kind of before and uh, it's, it's pretty, it's, it's huge. Yeah. It's a big truck, but it's really not like if you put it next to my truck, it's, it's not like terribly big, Mm-mm. but then when you no. start adding your stuff, it, it might, it will definitely look a lot bigger. Yeah. Yeah. I think once, once everything's on it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to look a lot bigger. It's definitely longer than your truck. Quite a bit longer. I yeah, think. yeah. It's a four-door. So it's even longer than, um, yeah, it's a four-door, you know, uh, six and three-quarter foot bed. It's okay. pretty long. Yeah. I mean, that's- it's 34 inches longer than the Land Cruiser. And I remember yeah. when I got the Land wow. Cruiser, I was like, oh, man, I'm so worried about the breakover angle on the Land Cruiser and <laughs> da, da 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 But, you know, I do what you got to do. Yeah. And uh, now I'm now 
four inches longer. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. So, so your plan basically is just to be more comfortable uh, out and about in in this versus yeah. the Land Cruiser. Yeah, it's just it's just to make it easier camping on on me as a as a dad. You know, I go out with my kids usually uh, alone. Uh, my wife does come uh, sometimes, but with the newborn, it's more solo dad adventures. And so, I'm kind of yeah. hoping this to accommodate, make it really easy for me, so that I feel more motivated and inspired to go out, not having to worry about, well, do I, you know, am I going to have enough water? Or, you know, are the kids going to be comfortable if it's raining or it's windy? Yeah. So um, we're going to have a we're putting an, uh, a camper on the back of it, uh, which is kind of the whole reason we bought the truck. Yeah. We're, um, so that's coming here pretty soon. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. yeah. The, the whole like utility tray with the sliding camper is pretty sick. Cause you can Badass. always, you can always pull that camper off and have a, like a full blown fucking service truck. Really? Yeah. Ranch truck. Right. Yeah. Definitely a ranch truck. Which is which is ironic because I live at the beach in the South Bay of LA and I definitely don't <laughs> don't have a ranch, um, but it is it is nice to have I will say and I'm excited to have sort of be able to take off the camper and use it as a normal yeah. daily truck and go around town pick up some wood pick up some plants you know just take care of the house and yep. yeah all that fun stuff I love that you're so, both choices though your Land Cruiser and the new Tremor clearly mm-hmm. you clearly you do your research because both of those vehicle the platforms and the engines are so incredibly reliable and mm-hmm. i recently yeah. recently yeah. drove the 250 super duty but the roush edition and mm-hmm. uh dude they you, you just can't beat that that diesel that yeah, the power mm-hmm. is crazy the power is insane i mean yeah. i was coasting down the highway at like another freeway and before I knew it, I looked down and I'm like cruising at 80 miles an hour. You know, it's like, it's, yeah, those engines are insane. Um, yeah, we took it. I took it uh, for the first shakedown to the Mojave Preserve uh-huh. and uh, cruising out there. We went, we left at like nine o'clock at night and we were just booking it. And um, I just couldn't believe I could just like go 85. It was like no problem, Told you me. know, on, on the way to Vegas or almost almost to Vegas. Basically, that road is so open. Yeah. And not only was I able to go that fast, but I was also able to get uh, like 19 miles to the gallon. Yeah, uh, which just absolutely blows my mind. First of all, on a Land Cruiser, I could not go that fast ever. Um, even when it's in a stock form, you could, but you're just pushing the truck. Yep. Because um, it's, it's, yeah, it just doesn't have a tremendous amount of power, which is funny. It does, but it doesn't really, especially yeah. considering the weight. But to be able to go that fast and get that, get that kind of gas mileage, I was like, holy smokes, this is this is wild. This is so crazy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You, you, you honestly, that truck is a workhorse. So it you is. put power on the, is. it is a power. Yeah, the power strip. Yeah. Um, Overland Explorer vehicle is a camp Camp X, right? Is what you're putting on there. Yep, that's what I'm putting on the back. Yep, yep. and then I'm putting on a Light Industries uh, uh, flatbed, uh, which is actually a parent company of Overland Explorer vehicle. Sick. Yeah, cool. I mean, you're gonna put so. that on, and it's not even gonna feel like you're towing anything. That's what's so amazing yeah. about what, what platform you chose. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm actually, I have a, um, Carly suspension lift coming oh, as well. Jealous dude. They make yeah. Yeah, that's, the shit with top of the line. Yeah. Yeah. Top of the line. And it's tuned, it's tuned from the factory from, from, uh, from them to oh. accommodate for the weight. Oh, uh, okay. So Sweet. it's valve and, uh, the Deaver pack that's going in is also, um, spec'd for 2000 pounds of static load. Damn. So I'm jealous. Awesome. Yeah. I'm so excited. It's interesting to see the switch. Cause I, um, mm-hmm. you up now Kingston, um, Travis Hess, they're all, you guys are all running diesels and they're 
they're full size trucks. The year mm-hmm. yeah, trucks are not small. No, they're not small, no. but <laughs> but they have a lot of room. Yeah, a lot of room and a lot of they power. Have a lot of room. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. You can't yeah. you cannot beat that. Um, but on this episode, I think one of the biggest ones that we wanted to give people is again, Kingston and I don't have kids. <laughs> but we've, we think <laughs> that we know oh no right. you just came back from vegas didn't you kingston <laughs> um, but we we've gotten the question of camping with dogs bringing newbies on the road which we've done an episode on um but i want yep. to bring the attention of how to camp with kids because we might have a couple yeah. parents on the on for following our followers and want to give them some insight of tips and tricks and what to do and yeah. what not to do to keep a kid stoked on, um, yeah, on a trip. Totally. Yeah. I think it's actually, um, it's a, it's a question I get a lot from, from parents or soon to be parents. Uh, typically I don't get asked the question of like, how to, how is it camping with kids when they, when someone has like a five-year-old, but when someone's expecting or they just had a kid, that's when they're reaching out to me on Instagram saying, Hey man, how do you, how'd you do it? How'd you get out there? How'd you start camping? How did that work? And, so I've, I've collected some tips, tips and tricks over the years and, um, you know, definitely happy to share some of those with y'all. Let's do it. Yeah. What you got? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> well, I think, you know, the, the thing is, you know, camping with kids is, is, uh, it's extremely rewarding. Uh-huh. Um, and you know, if I'm being perfectly honest, it, it can be pretty challenging. For right. Sure. Um, oh, yeah. and if you think, Especially as a new parent, if you think you're going to go out and you're going to camp with your kids and it's going to be the same as it was without your kids, mm-hmm. you're going to have a really bad time, right? It's, it's not going to be the same. Um, what's that? Yeah, the rude awakening. The rude awakening. The, 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 oh, yeah. 100% rude awakening. It's not going to be the same. So, you know, I think I think for, for young or new parents, I think the most important thing is, is the this whole idea of like, indoctrination, right? Like getting your kids, uh, in it and, and, and setting yourself up for success so that it works, mm-hmm. uh, for you as a family unit. Right. So, so some specific things would be like just starting young, going, um, we took our twins camping for the first time, um, when they were six months old and, um, we didn't go to like the, the middle of the Mojave preserve. We went to a campground, a super familiar place in three rivers, which I love that had running water and toilets and amenities and a gas station across the street. Like it was super easy mm-hmm. and that, you know, that made it, that made it, um, palatable. Um, it was definitely a difficult first trip, but it also gave us the confidence to sort of go, okay, we did that. So, so what's next, you know? And, um, I think, I think also for us, we've learned that with kids, it's really nice. It's super ideal to camp near a Creek or a, even a small stream. Because kids just love water. Yeah, it's just want to. They water. just want to play in it. <laughs> they don't. True. I mean, everyone loves water, right? But yeah, uh, more so for kids. And and just honestly, like it's nice to have a creek to clean them off at the end of the day because kids get so dirty uh, when they're camping. <laughs> kind of like so shadow. Then, yeah, shadow. Is, I don't know. I can't play shadow. shadow. <laughs> it's a different story. Did um? That, <laughs> I really like what's interesting too in the crossover that I that the connection is when we spoke on taking newbies on the road for the first time. One of the first, Mm -hmm. one of the uh, things that I brought to the table is that it would be cool to take them to San Alejo or, you know, Cardiff or something like that, where Mm -hmm. it's it's an easy getaway. It gives the kids the feeling of sleeping in a tent. 
waking up next to mom and dad or your friends and uh, exploring for the day. And if something arises and you forget something, it's literally just walk across the street to the gas station or fast food restaurant if if they're just having a bad time. Um, right, right. And you're like, oh man, I don't want to cook any food. Can we just go pick up some, <laughs> yeah. know, some easy grub? Exactly. That happens, especially, I think, in the beginning, for totally. sure. Having like you small, know, when, small victories, you know? Right, right. Exactly. And that's what it's all about is, is really about the parent, you know, building the confidence that like they can figure it out. Yep. Yeah. And so you kind of ease yourself into more and more remote places um, with less amenities. And you, you know, kind of down the road, you end up like me where I'm like taking them anywhere. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't, and I go alone. I don't care. I don't, I'm not worried about it anymore. So do you, um, did you have like a first like aha moment of bringing some type of gear or something that made it incredibly easy to bring your, your Grom for the first time or your Groms? Cause the first set was twins, right? You, you were hit with twins for the first one. That's a whammy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's a shock, dude. Bring, bring other people with you who Uh, don't mind being around other kids. Smart. Yeah. That is a huge one. Don't go camping with people who don't like kids. <laughs> yeah. Another one of those, you're just going to have a bad time. Um, <laughs> someone that can, someone that's willing to like pick up the baby and like help you while you cook yep. or, um, you know, vice versa, you know, that that's really helpful. And then like once they're at an appropriate age, you know, bring toys that really facilitate playing in nature, mm-hmm. like binoculars and flashlights and plastic shovels and trucks and magnifying glasses. All that fun stuff can be really um, helpful for the kids to like want to engage with their environment mm-hmm. um, and trying your best not to engage with like gadgets, electronics, yeah. iPads. Yeah. That's so nice. Because I think there's like, there's like a primal sense for kids when they're out in nature um, that they want to be engaging with nature. And so if you're giving them the tools they need to be able to, to sort of facilitate a good time, mm-hmm. then you're going to set yourself, you're going to set yourself up for success. That's a really good point. I mean, even, realistically even with adults too if you just bring stuff like spike ball or like fun card games mm-hmm. or something that you really have to connect with the people versus just bringing a projection screen or yeah. going to a place with cell service and you know everyone's yeah. just on their phones at Everyone, the campfire yeah. it's like you totally lose the connection of or the validity of why you just made that trip happen yeah yeah exactly so um, so yeah, I think that that's, that's pretty, that's pretty, a pretty good one for like, just, aha, that's a really great thing to have. <laughs> I ah. love, I love the magnifying glass one. It's like such yeah. a, it's like a billboard ad and you'd see like a kid in the grass with the, <laughs> the magnifying glass. Be careful of that. Yeah. Gavin, my son, he's at an age where like, that's definitely like, Oh, I can make heat with this thing. And now I'm like, no future notes anymore. Uh, oh no. <laughs> that's funny. But also the, like mother. <laughs> yeah, totally. Let's not, let's not do that. Um, I think something else too is, is as a parent being prepared to go into the tent when it becomes dark, mm. um, I think is really something you really got to prepare for because I feel like as a um, you know young adult when you're like camping, you want to just hang out with the buddies around the fire, right? That's mm-hmm. part of camping. It's really exciting to just hang out um, or the gals, whatever. Um, <laughs> so I think having having uh, changing that mind, changing your mind around that, or sort of a mindset shift of like, mm-hmm. okay, it's dark. Therefore I need, need to be prepared. Now, some kids don't care, right? Again, my son, Gavin, he can care less. My daughter 
Emma, mm-hmm. she's like, all right, it's dark. I want to go inside a tent. I want some light. I want some normalcy. Yep. Uh, yeah. I'm scared. And so, you know, preparing yourself as a parent mentally for that experience shift is important as well. So true. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I think now, that's... And, and now, now they're older, they're sorry to cut you off. Now, okay. now they're older, they're, they're like, oh, okay. Fire means marshmallows. Um, so yeah. much more interesting to, to kind of push their limits and get them to stay up a little bit later. Um, when it's, when it's nice to stargaze and talk about, you know, what we're looking at and all that, and reflect on the day and around the fire and such. Yeah. Engaging with that nature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, again. So, and you know, and then I think that, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> sorry, Corey. <laughs> I'm cutting you off. No, man. dude, you are a guest. You're, I'm cutting you off, man. Um, <laughs> but I, the one thing that's interesting, and if you do follow Corey, his, his rigs, he does, he, you do have some tent camping probably for the kids, but you have your vehicle. Mm-hmm. It's vehicle based camping that you're doing essentially overlanding. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a little different because when I grew up, my, I grew up camping, but it was mainly like, you know, the RVs, the trailers with the motorcycles and all that stuff. So it probably made it a lot easier for my parents taking me because they would just put me in the motorhome or, uh, you know, it's comfortable. You just hang around the trailers and all that stuff. But right, the way you're right. doing it, it's, you do have to be a little bit more ready and, and prepared. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, is my tent set up? Are the lights set up? Do I have power running correctly? Cause you don't mm-hmm. have generators running probably. Are you running solar right. or what are you running on? Yeah, I run, well now I'm not, well, yeah, I guess I'm running solar now. Technically you have a yep. zero, um, 200, 200 watt panel. So, and then I have their, their, um, 1500 X. So that's, that's our power source, but yep. you're totally right. It's, it's a different, it's a different experience. Um, going camping sort of, if you will, off the grid. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't consider campgrounds. Most of them, the ones you think about the classic campgrounds, like I wouldn't consider that camping off the grid. <laughs> no, no. Um, so I'm talking about like going to Toronto Pinnacles. Like there's yep. nothing there. Like, yeah, it is true. empty, super, super empty. I mean, there's not, there's a gas station, you know, 20 minutes away once you're packed up. <laughs> um, but it's, it's, you're pretty, pretty remote. So it's a different experience for sure. 100%. Yeah. Do you, um, for, for the kids, like, I think another big one would be maybe like safety. Cause mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do you have little ones there that you want them to roam, right? That's like part of right. the adventure for these little ones. Have you ever had mm-hmm. any like crazy accidents or, or are you like super attentive the entire time? Cause I think that'd be my scare if I brought like a little one, like a nephew yeah. or something camping. And I'm, I would be like, this kid's going to booger it. And we're in the middle of nowhere and I'm stuck with this like yeah. banged up kid. Like, I don't know what to do. I'm not worried about, I'm not worried about them roaming off and getting lost. Okay. We're sort of past that phase, but there was a time when I was for sure like super micromanaging their, <laughs> how far they were away. Yeah. Um, but now it's, it's just more about worrying about them falling and hurting themselves so severely that um, I have to boogie away and, and, and get them to a hospital. Mm-hmm. But I think that pops into my head a lot when I'm out especially in a remote location. Totally. Um, so if there's any fear, I would say for me, it's that. And it's, um, I don't think it's irrational, but um, it's, it's definitely there for sure. Totally. I mean, you probably just have like a, the standard first aid kit and stuff you with you. No, no, no. I, yeah, did you good. lose this? No, no. I just, I got, that was the first time I've ever gotten a call coming During in. A, oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, you good. We're going to put on do not disturb. Um, what I was going to say, oh, do you probably just have like a standard first aid kit or something, huh, Corey? I think we lost him, dude. Yeah, I have a, oh, no. I have an outer limit. Uh, you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Sorry. 
See, there's that okay. delay. Yeah, I have an outer limit supply um, medical kit that I have uh, always with me when I'm with the kids. And then I have a, a Garmin in reach that gives me a lot of like comfort. Um, and you know, it, it helps to know that if I really need to, I can connect with the world no matter pretty much where I am. Yeah. I, I, I think that's one of the things that I really enjoy. I will have a somewhere one, but um, basically the same thing, but just having the peace of mind and being able to like send a message home. It's like it's super useful. Cool. Yeah. That's a, that's, mm-hmm. they would send you the same thing, right? The little well, Garmin's or the somewheres. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Yep. GPS, uh, communication and and it's helpful for my wife because when i go alone with the kids she likes to know what's going on right and so if i'm somewhere remote i can just shoot her a quick text and say hey you know we're safe and sound here's where we parked um or here's where we're camping for the night and she gets the geotag and she can you know if we go missing she kind of knows where we were (laughs) (laughs) she gets the geotag yeah, it's helpful for her to know where we're at. For yeah. Sure, so it's like peace of mind at home as well. That's smart. She just yeah. gets the geotag, puts it on Facebook. Yeah, tracking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shares it with everyone. <laughs> it's like I know where you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I did. I for some reason I never even put the connection together that you would take the kids by yourself. I would always imagine you would go as like a duo because I feel like it would mm-hmm. make things easier. So. Kudos to you for just sending it solo, it, dude. <laughs> yeah, it it does it does make it easier when you have someone else. Mm-hmm. But there's something about camping with your kids alone that, that forces you to I don't know it, it's I don't know it's just really interesting to to be with your kids alone and and, and a whole bunch of nothingness, right? Just to yeah. connect with them on a really deep level. You don't have any connections to devices. Um, you're just really with them, you know, engaging in the environment, talking about the environment, and relaxing uh, yeah which is amazing yeah you get, you get to experience it on a on a different level totally mm-hmm. so the and i think the, go ahead sorry the new camper you're putting on now versus the land cruiser it has like when the, it's a it's a pop-up right the pop-up camper that you're putting on yeah mm-hmm. does it have yeah, like a so kitchen net and all that stuff inside Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has it has a you know a burner. It has a I mean a stove. It has a um, a sink with running water, hot water. It has twenty gallons of water on board. Nice. Um, it has has a heater. It has a dinette. Um, it has really great insulation. Um, so you know if it's windy and cold and rainy or snowing, there's somewhere for us to be. And that's again that's the reason I went down this path. It just made a lot of sense for me. Totally. Yeah, makes sense for me too. <laughs> Does it though? Just can't afford it. <laughs> I think it makes sense probably for almost Anyone, everyone. It's yeah. really nice to have that luxury. Totally. Uh, yeah, I don't discount that at all. I feel extremely fortunate that <laughs> yeah. this is what we can do. <laughs> that does not escape me. Damn. Do you, are you? I, it doesn't seem like you're going to miss the Land Cruiser much just from making this vehicle switch. Um, I if, think the only difference mm-hmm. is going to be size. That's it. But yeah. That it's a four by four tremor. You're not going to. You're not missing out on power. Maybe just trail no. size, huh? Oh, which you can g- get into. Gained power. It's just, yeah, I would say just make getting those pinstripes and everything. Yeah, which I saw yeah, already got. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. And <laughs> that, that kind of stuff doesn't stress me out at all. And I like doing trails that are a little bit more challenging. I'm not like going to go do the Rubicon in my, you know, tremor, but you should. I definitely <laughs> enjoy, <laughs> No, I really enjoy like the off roading aspect of what we do. It's uh-huh. part of 
something something that's just important to me uh, to feel like I'm fulfilled. So, um, you know, I think the tremor going to that from the Land Cruiser is probably the biggest downside. It's just, you know, again, it's the length um, and having to navigate tighter trails that I want to go to. But yeah. honestly, when I was considering this option, I knew that I, I, I could think through all the places that I'd been and I knew that there weren't going to be too many places I couldn't go totally. that I want to go Yeah, from the places I could recall. Totally. Um, we got a fucking, I know we have a, like a leaf blower <laughs> leaf going blower in the back. Oh, you're fine. Yeah. That's why we're like, the only trail that I could think of, there's really only two that I've done that I'm like, maybe I won't do that. One of them is black bear pass. I did that in the land cruiser. You did that. Um, I saw someone and, do it in a full size truck though. Yeah. I mean, there's actually a guy I follow on Instagram who, um, the reason I follow him is because he did black bear pass in his tremor. Oh, okay. um, but he, it was, you know, it was a, it, it was a lifted tremor. I think it's six and a half, pretty, pretty tall lift. Yeah. Not that you really need it. Um, it's that he did, you know, he didn't have anything in the bed, no weight in the back. And that's yeah. what makes me nervous. Gotcha. Um, so, you know, and I don't really, I feel like I got that out of my system, frankly. And maybe I will when I'm there next time I'll be like, all right, I'm just going to do it. I could totally see myself doing, just saying, all right, I'm going to go. It's I don't okay. care. I'll be fine. Yeah, because I will be, I think. Um, but it's one of those things where, like, mm, yeah. yeah, I should just should shouldn't do that. I have said now, and you know, yeah. a lot more at stake now. <laughs> and if more you were to line. do it, and then were, the other one, if you were to do it, you'd probably yeah, do it solo say, too. I would not doubt you would yeah. have all the kids in there. Let's <laughs> <laughs> all get yeah, down and like, split kid. the ship. <laughs> <laughs> Taking yeah. you guys with yeah. you. <laughs> if I go, you all go. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. sketchy. That's awesome. The, uh, the other trail that I could think of um, was actually a local trail, and it's just like doing a bunch of the offshoots at Claghorn. Some of those are really tight and off camber. Yeah, um, yeah and get hug walls really close. And I, I love I love Claghorn. It's one like the first place I started off roading when I was young. Um, but I think that's kind of some of those some of those tighter squeezes um, are are would be really difficult in the, in the tremor. Yeah, yeah. And I would be so nervous, like to slam flipping it or just like slamming it against like a wall, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've just, seen yeah. so many scary videos of that where you're, you're inching and it's almost inevitable. Like you're yeah. really lucky if you yeah. don't slam your, the truck on side of like a granite wall or something like that. That's an expensive right. fix. What's funny is like, yeah. I don't, I don't have any interest in that stuff. It's just like, it's just so, it feels like it's so risky for the amount of money that I put into a freaking vehicle mm. that I'm just yeah. like, uh, I'd rather just go camp and yeah. like enjoy my time. Yeah. But I understand I, I think, why yeah. people do it though. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I'm at that, that phase of my life where I'm starting to care less about that kind of stuff, but I still want it. And so Jaime, you asked me what I'm going to miss my land cruiser. And that's like the, it's a ultimate solo rig. In yes. my opinion, I had a, I had it set up dialed in for me to camp inside and like everything was just there. So when I went and I would go alone in that rig, it was like absolute dream, just perfect rig for me. And even if it was just me and my wife, yep, absolutely yeah. perfect. That's the thing that I would take around the world. It you was know, inc- absolutely incredibly down. unique too. I think that's like off of the curb appeal of scrolling on our digital platform. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. right. Uh, that's, I think the most captivating thing because of the world of Tacomas and Tundras and yeah, all this forerunners, I just saw this land cruiser and then that's essentially what caught my eye originally. And then after obviously meeting you at the cleanup 
and realizing you were a totally Norman, normal human being, <laughs> I was normal. like, wow, this is a double whammy, a sick rig and a cool dude. <laughs> um, when you do, I'm normal, are you sure? Uh, I would say, dude, I mean, I haven't really spoken to you too much. <laughs> uh, one, one thing that Kingston, Kingston and I, knows me. I'm like, you can vouch. I got you. I got Kingston. Apparently <laughs> you got the Kingston approval. I want to hang out with normal people. <laughs> <laughs> he just gets up and leaves right now. Um, one thing that Kingston and I have talked about before is like, especially when you're talking about like uh, Cleghorn Trail or any of these trails or wherever you're going. Um, do you do you map anything or are you pretty like do you just kind of fly by the seat of your pants? You know, when you're traveling, do you use any apps or anything like that that you mm-hmm. before before like a big trip? Yeah, I definitely. Um Five years ago, very pre kids, I would say, wing it just wherever we're going to go, we're going to go. Yep, we'll figure yeah. it out when we get there, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But now that I have kids, everything is um, pretty, pretty planned uh, for the most part. And a part of what I do when I'm on adventures alone is I will go to new places yep. um, to seek out spots that I can bring the kids back to that I would be comfortable bringing them back to. Nice. Uh, okay, scout. But, scout I guess that's scout. another really good tip. I do a lot of scouting when I'm alone. Yeah. yeah, that's smart. Yeah. Um, I think when we started camping more more together, I would say with Kingston and Gary, um, Kingston, I'm more of like, I wing it. And then after seeing mm-hmm. how Kingston travels, he uses uh, Onyx Off-Road, the app. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that thing's yep. amazing because it has like 425,000 marked trails and you can save everything on your, your iPhone, tablet, whatever. It's an app. Um, have you ever checked that one out before, Onyx Off-Road? Yeah. It's oh yeah, I use it. I use it um, quite a bit nice. now. Uh, yeah. I, the longest time I used I used Gaia, uh, um, and I yeah. still use it because I have so much, so many references in that app. I've I've tagged so many places, mm-hmm. and I haven't migrated the data because I'm lazy into Onyx. Yeah. But I'm using Onyx more now because it kind of does the work for you. You gotta yeah. just use it and show up, um, and it tells you where you can and can't go, basically. Yeah. Uh, with all the cool like highlighted lines and such, so very. Um, there must Very be a way. There must be a way to transfer that stuff because I know with Google Maps you can transfer it over to Onyx. Um, you can, yeah, yeah, you can migrate data from Gaia to Onyx. Uh, uh, okay. I actually have a, a I have a, a pamphlet on how to do it. I just haven't done it. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> I you don't, don't have that. time, dude. Yeah. A full-time yeah. job, three kids and a wife. Yeah. Like, how do you not have time? Sick trip. or not, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we love Onyx. Uh, they're actually one of our sponsors. So big shout out to Onyx Off-Road for oh, that. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Um, question. Right. When do you get this, uh, you know, camper and uh, tray? So the tray will be here uh, sometime this month. This is April. Oh, wow. One. I forgot. Uh-huh. I forgot yeah, it was so that it's going to be installed by Pop Top Overland in San Diego. Shout nice. out to them. Nice. And then, uh, and then, sometime in May, I'll get the camper. Wow, that's awesome. So, I'll have the whole complete setup here in the next two months. Is that um, one that's on your Instagram? The one that you're getting? It's not actually clear to me whether or not that's the actual one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm but just going like to go this, ahead and believe that it is. Yeah. It's the same, <laughs> same like setup or whatnot. It's, yeah. It's not going to, you, you wouldn't know the difference. Oh, okay. Right. Gotcha. Right. gotcha. Literally that's the, uh, that's the one I'm getting. Sweet. Where are they made? What's that? Oh, they're made in Canada. Oh, okay. Uh, gotcha. Red Deer. Cool. Red Deer, Alberta. Well, 
It's not yeah. American made, so I guess Come that's on, good. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> we love. There's no borders in the world. No, no borders. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I think this uh, podcast style needs to be about kids and tremors. I know. Geez. Yeah. I do. Are you going to leave the icons on there? When you? Uh, yeah, I'm okay. planning on leaving the icons oh, on the there. Yeah. Um, the wheels. Yeah, they're they're great. They're each wheel is rated at four thousand pounds weight capacity. Um, so I'm, right. I'm very much sticking with those. Uh, and yeah. And a lot of people actually complain when I got the, when I got the tires at 37 by 12 and a half. And they're like, why did you go bigger? Mm-hmm. And I was like, these are already massive. They're huge. Uh, but this, I don't understand yeah. the big tire thing. I'm not, yeah, I'm not really, yeah. a, unless you're it's really rock crawler. Well, what, like really yeah. what, other than the look of it, what, what the good does it do? I don't other know. than cost more it, money. It is, well, the good that it does, um, if you're not concerned about flipping over like I am, is that it raises, it's, it's like the cheapest amount of lift you can buy. Oh, gotcha. Uh, so yeah. Relatively speaking, you're talking about a difference ratio of 40 versus 37. You're raising your truck, all components, everything's going up an inch and a half. Yeah, like, yeah. But it's like... So just, there, there is some value in that, and that helps your approach to parture and breakover angles. Gotcha. So that makes those, more sense. It, it all ties in. And so, yes, it's great in a lot of ways, but when you have a high center of gravity with the camper that I'm going to have, I'm very concerned about being too tall. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, is, which is why I didn't go with a bigger lift, too. I only went three and a half inches. So... Yeah. Um, I want to keep the map as low as possible. And I'd recognize that like, I'm kind of giving up some stuff. I'm giving up probably some trails and that's okay with me. I'd totally. rather be safe than sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah. you're giving, you're, you're giving up some stuff for some amazing amenities. Yeah. There's always pros and cons with everything, oh, but I yeah. agree. Cause if you were to go any taller with the amount of weight you're going to have up top, that's just a top heavy it's just, vehicle. It's dude. Just, yeah. It's a little scary. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, people do yeah, it, but yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, I've always been curious about that too. With the big, like, big tires, go big, 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 go as big as you can fit. And I'm like, well, <laughs> 35. So yeah. I don't know what to tell y'all. <laughs> yeah, I guess with diesels too, especially with you and Kingston having diesel um, engines, it wouldn't. You, I don't think mm-hmm. re-gearing would be an issue unless you're like, uh, I don't have to. You don't have to. Yeah, if you're was, running like plenty a, of power. Yeah, like a V8 or a V6. Like, yeah, you're definitely gonna look into some re-gearing if you're putting big tires on there. Yeah. Yeah. If I went to forties, I would definitely want to regear. There's no doubt about it. Or even if some people are doing bigger, like tiny home toy hauler has 41 and a half inch tires. Justice. Well, his truck is like massive though. So massive. And, uh, yeah, but tiny home hauler. Tiny home, tiny home hauler. Yeah, I think it is. Anyway, he has the most amazing, um, uh, Ford F four fifty. Holy shit. I mean, it's a dually huge. conversion. It's, it's, it's a 450. It's like everything about it is, is just big. So the tires don't even like really it doesn't even, seem, it any, doesn't even look big. I mean, no, they are big. Look, it looks normal. I think if you were there, like, oh, oh those gosh. are the big tires. Yeah. <laughs> These are crazy. He literally took a dually yeah. and then created into it. Converted it. That's crazy, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. That is cool. Um, does he has kids too? Uh, I'm guessing the Peru family. Yeah. Yeah. He has one kid. Yeah, they they haul around a, a camper. Oh, do they? They have a black series. Yeah. What do you cool. What do you think, um, Corey, is going to be the move? I because you're essentially have had a rooftop tent, a trailer. Mm-hmm. You're now going to have a full uh, camper, like a bed camper. Um, mm-hmm. What do you expect 
to be the winner out of those three options. And all of them obviously have their benefits, but you having and using all three, which one do you, do you foresee being your favorite? I, I think I think the challenge is that all of them have like pros and cons. And yeah. I, I, there, it, I think it just depends on where I'm going and yeah. what I'm doing. If I'm going to go do the Dalton Highway, I, I'm going to want to have the, the tremor for sure. There's no doubt about it um, because it's comfortable and it's a long trip. But if I'm going to Big Bear and I want to just hit some cool trails and camp for a couple of nights, I'd want to bring a Land Cruiser. Yep. Um, yeah. So it sort of just depends. Um, I think as a family unit, the, the tremor is just going to make a lot more sense for us. And I'm going to enjoy it and yep. be able to enjoy it more frequently because it's convenient. Yeah. So right now that's just the right fit for me. I'll probably be back to a Land Cruiser when I'm, when I'm older, I would assume. That was such a, a well thought out question. <laughs> I'm or so, I'm, yeah, I, yeah. Answer. <laughs> I'm always so bad with that. I'd be like, dude, for sure. The rooftop tent. Wait, no, uh, maybe <laughs> the trailer, the camper <laughs> just comes super hard. With well, it. it was an agonizing decision to sell a Land Cruiser. So oh. I'm very well versed in what, why I did what I did. hundred yeah. percent. That's awesome. Um, cool. yeah. well, sweet. I mean, camping with kids again, follow overland dad. That's like the easiest thing to say. Cause you're going to see everything yeah. that this guy does. It's pretty amazing. His builds are always on point and you're meticulously clean with all your parts you choose. It doesn't look like you've hacked Thanks. anything. It's just really well yeah, thought it's just, out. It's just dialed. <laughs> yeah. Dialed. <laughs> dialed. Thanks guys. Well, yeah. it was fun hanging out with you guys here. I, re- I really appreciate you having me on. Yeah, Thank you, man. We'll talk soon and get a trip going once you're once you're ready to roll. I'm ready to roll now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we should, yeah. Why don't oh, yeah, we do a trip does, together? He has the bed rack and stuff. So, yeah. And so. do you have a rooftop tent? Yeah, on? I'm ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's see. Yeah. I think we're trying something for mid next month. Or I mean sorry, this month. Yeah. So I'll I'll let you know. All right. Yep. All right. Well Thanks, Corey. That's the end of that. We'll uh talk All to you guys. soon. Bye. Peace.